Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Ebi Kamara, and this is episode three of Extreme Basketball Topics. And on Extreme Basketball Topics, we get to the extreme. And this week, the extreme is the NBA All-Star Reserves. There's been a lot of debates on whether who should have made it, who shouldn't have made it, who was a guaranteed lock, who got snubbed since yesterday's announcement of the All-Star Reserves. One thing that stood out to me, particularly, was the Golden State Warriors getting four All-Star Reserves. I mean, they've only won two more games than the Boston Celtics. They've only won two more games than the Houston Rockets. Why do they deserve four All-Stars? I mean, this is nostalgia factor at its best. Draymond Green putting up 11 and 7. Klay Thompson putting up 20 points and 4 rebounds. These guys are NBA All-Stars? What is an All-Star? What is an all-star player? Because I remember back in the day when the Raptors weren't winning games, but Vince Carter was an all-star. He was an NBA all-star. What what did it mean to be an all-star? I thought you would have to be a star in this league. You have to put up numbers. Devin Booker put him 25, 5, and 5. And he tweets opinions over statistics because he's not an all-star. Paul George was snubbed of the all-star game. He deserved to be an all-star. Guy leads the league in steals. He's averaging 20 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, on 44% shooting, 43% from the three-point line. I mean, he's an all-star. That guy's an all-star player. We saw a top 10 player get snuck. But you know what I like what Paul George says. He says he has bigger dreams and goals than making the all-star game. It would have been nice if he played in his hometown of Los Angeles, but he has bigger plans. And that's winning an NBA championship. So good luck to Paul George. Now, Andre Drummond said he probably has to do backflips every time he scores a basket because he was snubbed in the All-Star game. And I agree with that. Why isn't Andre Drummond an All-Star? The guy averages 15 rebounds a game. He... He's a beast on a team that is doing better than expected in the Detroit Pistons. Why isn't he an all-star? Why wasn't Chris Paul an all-star? The Rockets are 23-5 and with him in the lineup. Is it because he didn't play enough games? Look, what criteria are we using to pick these all-stars? Now I'd agree, Carl Anthony Towns and Jimmy Butler guaranteed all-star locks. Damian Lillard cried his way into the All-Star game. Even Russell Westbrook went on record in saying some guys cry about getting snubbed every year until they get in. And he was talking about Damian Lillard who cries every year and even cried four days ago saying he'd probably be the fall guy and not make the All-Star team again because he's always the fall guy. Dude, nobody cares about you. You don't have a target on your back. You're not that special. Get over your high horse. Get off your high horse. I'm sorry that he's just he's not that good okay he's an all-star good but don't cry about making the all-star team be a class act be a professional basketball player and focus on winning focus on getting your team out of the seventh eighth seed that they are in every season it's getting ridiculous now the washington wizards have two all-stars two they're an underachieving team they're so so far they have two NBA All-Stars. Okay, Bradley Beal is an All-Star. Sure. John Wall, an All-Star? I think not. You gotta go with one. And this year I'm going with Bradley Beal. 
Why? Because he deserves it more than John Wall. John Wall has been non-existent. But he's an NBA All-Star. So what makes an NBA All-Star? Carmelo Anthony said NBA All-Stars. The All-Star game is picked by the coaches, but just because you're an all but there are All-Star players that don't make the All-Star team. And he said that and it kind of opened my eyes. Lou Williams is an All-Star player. He's just not on the All-Star team. We have to be honest with ourselves. Whoever picks these games, makes these decisions, they're in a tough position. You know, they're in a tough position. You can never get it right. But the criteria might need to change. I mean, four All-Stars on one team, 11, 7, and 7? That's an NBA All-Star? Are we talking All-Star players? Are we talking valuable players on the team? Because Tayshaun Prince should have been an all-star. That's just how I feel about all-stars. I mean, like I said, is it about who's valuable on their team that's winning? Or is it about an actual all-star player? So is it about Devin Booker? Or is it about a Draymond Green? I mean, Tayshaun Prince was never an NBA all-star. But the Detroit Pistons, all four of the all-stars stated that he was the most valuable player on their team. He made them go. He was all around. He was a defensive juggernaut on that team. How was he not all-star? So it's just, it's just something to think about going forward, I think, for the future all-star games. But next thing I want to talk about is... Uh, it's not even a thing. It's a person. And this person is making me sick to my stomach. And we keep giving him a pass. His name is J.R. Smith. JR, now I don't know how much Henny you've been drinking. I don't know what you do on your spare time, how much reps you get in the gym. I don't know. But whatever you're doing, you need to change it. You need to fix it because you're struggling. You were, for one season, maybe one and a half, a good two-way defense, a good two-way player. You were, in a, you were a defender. You were a great shooter. You had it. I was like, wow, this guy figured it out. That's gone now. J.R. Smith shot 34% from the field last season and averaged eight points a game. We turned a blind eye to it. We said, oh, LeBron this, LeBron that. The Golden State Warriors are just untouchable. I'm not blaming J.R. Smith. But I'm blaming J.R. Smith. Why is he starting if he's that bad? Why does he start? And then we turned a blind eye to it. We gave him another chance this season. 36% from the field, 7 points a game. Can't play a lick of defense. What is he doing on the court? I made a proposition last, last night on my Twitter page, at Extreme Hoop Talk. I... I said, Jared Smith has two years max in this league if he goes at this rate. Why would he be an, an NBA player? Why? Why? Who Who would sign him? Who would pay this man to play basketball? He can't play. He's absolute garbage. And maybe it's knee procedures. I don't know. But he's not what he used to be. He cannot play how he used to play. That guy is dead and gone. That guy's dead and gone so Jared Smith enjoy your last couple years in the NBA 
Tyron Lue said he's going to make a lineup change, and I can guarantee it that Jared Smith will not be in that lineup from this day forward if Tyron Lue wants his job. If Tyron Lue wants to keep his job, Jared Smith is going to be gone out of the lineup. And it just makes me sick. This is, this is the same guy that made a big deal about losing his starting spot to Dwayne Wade, saying, oh, he was hurt, blah, 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 blah. Dwayne Wade is playing better basketball than you. And he comes off the bench. J.R. Smith has been horrible this year. I'm talking horrible. And he was horrible last year too. You keep giving these guys a pass. And Tristan Thompson, I'm coming for you next. You better step your game up. Well, you're on your way out. J.R. Smith, Tristan Thompson, Iman Shumpert. Those guys, are, those guys are on their way out. And Isaiah Thomas, don't get too comfortable, Mr. I want a max contract, because you're on your way out too. You want to point out, point fingers at Kevin Lovely. You ain't, you ain't got no juice, bro. That guy has no juice on the team. He has no say on the team. But he wants to point out Kevin Love for getting sick and leaving a game. Isaiah, what do you want him to do? Play sick? Huh? Faint? still gonna get his ass traded it's not gonna help him I mean you should know he can't play under certain circumstances and that's okay Isaiah Thomas is gonna get shipped out I don't know who he thinks he is trying to point fingers at the team I the Cavaliers are a mess but it starts with it starts with the role players that we're playing good when they were good because they're no good no more especially J.R. Smith that's just how I feel I feel like you know I want to point the finger at LeBron because he's their best player but I feel like I can't because he always shuts me up always he always proves the haters wrong the doubters so so my eye test is going to tell me that J.R. Smith's got to go <laughs> He's just simply got to go. The numbers, the eye test, he's just been awful. But the Cavaliers are still in good position. Here's why. Because the team at the top of the Eastern Conference, the Boston Celtics, have been absolutely abysmal of late. And I don't know what's going on. And I can't point the finger at their head coach because he is an awesome coach. He is creaming the crop in terms of coaching. You guys know how I feel about Brad Stevens. I love me a Brad Stevens. If I want a coach, it's Brad Stevens. But the Boston Celtics have been awful. Al Horford has not been good of late. They have not been clicking on all cylinders. Kyrie is just shoot, 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 score, 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 and not win, win, win. Kind of reminds me of the Kyrie of Young. Now, I know it's a tough spell, but they've been bad of late. And it only gets worse because tonight they face the Los Angeles Clippers. And that's a losable game. The Clippers have been good of late. The Clippers are at home. Lil Will's been balling. Blake's been balling. I think the Clippers get this win. I think the Clippers have a great chance of getting this win. And I, I'm picking the Clippers. And the next game, okay. the Celtics play. He's on Saturday and that's against wait for it the Golden State Warriors and 
I know what you're thinking. Oh, Celtics have a chance because they're the Boston Celtics. No, no, no. They're slumping. And the Golden State Warriors are angry. They've lost recently. You know they don't like losing a lot. The Golden State Warriors are going to pummel the Boston Celtics. It's in Golden State. It's at the Oracle. So the Boston Celtics are in a lot of trouble right now. A lot of trouble. And I'm I'm not going to pretend that I feel like they're a good team. Because I don't. I, I don't feel like they're a good team. I feel like they have a great coach. But I feel like they were not going to do any significant damage in the playoffs. Because, because of the Cavaliers. And I feel like the Cavaliers are going to figure it out. But the Golden State Warriors are in trouble because by my count that's six straight losses and the next game after the Warriors could be seven straight losses because they're facing Denver Nuggets and that's not going to be a walk in the park either. Okay, the Denver Nuggets want to play off seed, they're fighting hard, they have a good young team and they might figure this out. Let's keep an eye on the Boston Celtics because Kyrie Irving is definitely not the MVP is jacking those shots okay he wants to find his road to personal happiness and good luck in Boston but good luck now I do like what the Celtics have in terms of their wings in terms of a, a Jalen Brown and a Jason Tatum but man those kids are gonna start losing I think the Celtics are coming back to reality and I know Celtics fans don't like hearing me say this but this might be the truth just want to do a quick roundup on some of the topics I've been covering the last couple of weeks and I want to start off with Boogie because I've been getting a lot of feedback and emails about Boogie. Uh, speaking of emails, uh, you can email me at extremebasketballtopics at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, concerns, just shoot me an email. Glad that I'll reply. I have a good response rate and just shoot me an email. So. I want to talk about Boogie. You know, Boogie had 44 points, 24 rebounds, 10 assists. And I think he also had four steals and a block. Uh, it was an historical performance. It was, but that doesn't wow me because Boogie's always had great numbers. I still feel like he's a loser. I still feel like the law of averages will average out and the Pelicans won't be in the playoffs. And I'm going to put my finger at Boogie. If you're a superstar, he should have been led a team. To an NBA playoffs. All I'm asking for is a first round. I'll, all I'm asking for is four more games. Win half your games in the season and then play four more games if you want my respect. That's all I'm asking for. He hasn't done that yet, so why should I expect he's going to do it now? Another person I want to cover is Lou Williams. I said Lou Williams was an all star and he didn't make the team, but he's an all star player just not playing in the all star game, quote unquote. Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford said that comment and also said real recognize real which I respect that's the beauty of this league guys that can lose their their role because Jamal Crawford was the, the Clippers six man and now Lou Williams is the Clippers six man and Lou Williams is doing a better job but Jamal Crawford said real recognize real props to Jamal Crawford and props to Lou Williams keep balling and I want to stay on the topic of Lou Williams because I know that the Clippers and the Rockets have beef and the Rockets have been sticking their nose everywhere it doesn't belong recently. And Clint Capella, after they beat the Warriors, Rockets center Clint Capella says that they're better than the Warriors, which is it's normal. 
You should have confidence in your team. But KD said, it's easy for guys to say stuff like that when your job is easy. He says, Clint Capella's job is not that hard. That's why he can say that. Chris Paul and James Harden would never say something like that because they have a hard job. It's the guys with the easy jobs that say the comments like that. Okay, Mr. Hard Job Kevin Durant. Mr. Hard Job, I can't lead a franchise, so I'm going to go join a 73-win team. You have no say, my friend. You just enjoy winning your NBA championships that you're so hardly earning and keep your mouth shut. Okay? King Capella is a hard worker. He has a hard job because he's building from the ground up. He's helping this team. He's building something in Houston. He's building something. He's not going somewhere that's already built. You wouldn't know. So please keep your mouth shut. Another topic I want to cover is Jason Kidd. <laughs> My good buddy Jason Kidd. I told you guys that Jason Kidd was not doing a great job and he needs to shut up because he thinks he's this guy with this high IQ but can't figure it out with all this talent. And I compared him to Brad Stevens. I said, imagine if Brad Stevens had that talent. Because I love me a Brad Stevens. I do. Jason Kidd is not a good coach. And he's gone. Today, Jason Kidd is unemployed. Two weeks ago, I was telling Jason Kidd to shut up. Do you see the correlation? It means that everybody else saw what I saw. And I wasn't crazy. Jason Kidd, be quiet. There's a lot of topics we're going to cover in the next couple weeks. So just if you have any questions, comments, concerns, email me at ExtremeBasketballTopics at gmail.com and follow me on Twitter at ExtremeHoopTalk. That's ExtremeHoopTalk. Guys, the NBA is a great league. It's my favorite league. It's a, it's a, it's a blessing. It's amazing. And I'm just glad I could cover this with you guys. Another thing I'd like to cover is the reports of Kawhi Leonard being at odds with the San Antonio Spurs due to the way they're handling his quad injury in terms of rehab and injury management. He's frustrated. He's very frustrated and rightfully so. Do I think it's going to lead to anything? Apparently he wants out. I don't think so. I think Kawhi Leonard is going to be a spur for life. I feel like they know how to keep their players. I feel like there's something that we don't know that they do. I don't know, but it's scary what happens in San Antonio. I mean scary. I mean, Tony Parker loses his starting spot. The reporter's asking about it. He says, Pop told me he thought it was time. And I said, okay. No superstar just says that. The Spurs are just... I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's brainwashing. I don't know what tactics that guy has on his players. But he does a hell of a job. And I think they just select their players out of character. You have to be a type of guy to be a Spur. And that's why I feel like maybe they work this thing out with Kawhi Leonard, if it's true. But if they don't work it out with Kawhi Leonard and he does want out, here's my proposal. Wait for it. Trade Kawhi Leonard to Cleveland for LeBron James. 
do it. Why not? It's a win-win. Cleveland gets to keep a star on their contract. San Antonio gets LeBron. If LeBron really wants to be great, he's going to need to have a coach in his career. And if he wants to win, why not go to the Spurs? I mean, we all know he's scared to go to the West, but you wouldn't be scared to go to the West if you were going to play for the Spurs. LeBron would be in a winning system. He wouldn't have to exert his body so much because we know that what he's doing, he can't do forever. He's not going to be doing this when he's 37, 38. There's no way. So why not go to the Spurs? We know LeBron, if he stays with the Cleveland Cavaliers this year, he's going to find out how to go to the finals. He's going to find a way. He just always finds a way. We know he's going to go to the finals. But if we want LeBron to start winning championships, why not go to the Spurs? Why not? So that's just a, just a proposal I have, an idea. Why not swap if two players are unhappy? But I don't think the two players are unhappy. I think... Kawhi Leonard does stay but if it's true and Kawhi Leonard does want out and there's no way I think they should do the swap like I said I don't think it's that serious though Kawhi Leonard is he's a child of Pop really Pop raised him Pop is he's a really good I hate to say it but manipulator he's a manipulator he's a Kawhi Leonard was always talented when he first came to the league, but Pop made sure that his usage rate was low. Like when the rookie season, when it was his rookie season, Kawhi Leonard was only averaging seven a game. He wasn't used that much. He was used seldomly. It kept going up and up. Every time, we only noticed it in the NBA Finals when he would go head-to-head with LeBron. But even in 2013, when Kawhi Leonard was playing outstanding in the NBA Finals, he was only averaging 12 points a game for the regular season. In 2014, he was only averaging 13 a game for the regular season. So Kawhi Leonard, it's, it's interesting. It's very interesting the way he's used now to the way he was used before. But I feel like Pop has it all under his sleeve. He has it all figured out. And I feel like the Spurs are going to figure it out. And I feel like the Spurs want us to forget about them. And then, boom, come April, come May, they're relevant again. We'll find out. We'll definitely find out.